Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time is most appropriate for you as you're tuning in. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am your host, and I am so happy that you are here with me at this very moment. I hope you're having a good day because it is a good day to rejoice and be glad because it's the day that the Lord has made. We find that verse in Psalm 118, verse 24. What does it mean to rejoice? Well, you know I'm going to tell you. To experience joy and gladness in a high degree. To be exhilarated with lively and pleasurable sensations. To exalt. And my acronym for rejoice is reach every day for the joy offered in Christ to every one. So I'm just here again to offer another daily dose of encouragement to those of you who just may be in need of a little boost. That's exactly what I'm here for. And I'm delighted to be able to do it. So The last time I spoke with you, I talked basically about encouragement. I read some scriptures and I played some instrumentals from my son's SoundCloud page. And I hope that you enjoyed those tracks. I certainly did. It was so uplifting for me that when I went back to listen to the podcast, I happened to be at the table And I couldn't keep still, especially listening to the last song that I played, Conmigo. So, so, so uplifting. And I talked a little bit about music and I even suggested that husbands and wives put on some music and just dance together, you know, rekindle that fire, find that spark if you lost it. Music is such a powerful force in this universe. And unfortunately that can be bad as well as good, but we're only talking about the good side of the coin. Um, the right music, the right, you know, lyrics, positive lyrics, uplifting lyrics, boy, it can do wonders for your spirit. And in fact, sometimes that's all I need to do. If I'm feeling a little down or something is going on. And, you know, sometimes even when I'm driving around in my car, I just put music on and it doesn't always have to have words. I like instrumental music. I like classical. I like jazz. Um, Specifically these days, I listen to um, gospel jazz or more inspirational jazz. Uh, Some of the jazz artists such as Ben Tankard, who has an incredible testimony. If you've never heard his testimony, he has an awesome, awesome testimony. I actually read it years ago in in Essence magazine. And then after that, I started listening to and purchasing his music. I had several of his uh, CDs, uh, very gifted uh, jazz instrumentalists. And uh, Kirk Whalem is another one that I listened to. There are several others, but off the top, those are two that 
I listened to uh, more so. And what I like about some of their music is they'll take a song and then, you know, they'll make a cover tune out of it just to instruments. And it is so beautiful. It's so peaceful. It's so relaxing and it can just soothe you. And, you know, sometimes we just need that. But I say, whatever works for you, just put something on, just get up and dance, you know, shake it off, shake that thing off and rise up like we talked about a few episodes ago. So I'm going to do similar to what I did the last one. No particular theme. I'm going to be reading through some scripture verses, but this time I'm going to play a few of my own songs. And basically the message in these songs is encouraging. I've heard, um, been encouraged through various, you know, times in my life. I, I don't always go back and listen to my music. I have several other artists that, you know, I've been listening to their music for so many years. And so there are certain songs that there's that would just bring me through. Okay. 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 I got to do this. I got to do this. Now it just pops in my mind. And I remember mentioning it before. Okay. Why is like Marvin Sapp, my favorite, favorite artist of all time. I'm glad you asked. So I'm going to share that story with you before I play my song in due time. And whew, okay, this is back when I was living in Pennsylvania. I lived right outside of Pennsylvania, but I was still attending the Christian Tabernacle Church in Philadelphia. And at the time, uh, this was right before my mother passed, so it had to have been 97. I was still singing with the choir, Rhythm and Praise, and it was under the direction of a guy named George Pratt. He died several years ago, but he told me one day at rehearsal, he said, um, you're going to definitely make sure you know you're going to want to get out to the services starting Sunday. I'm bringing a, a revival to the church with Marvin Sapp. I said, who? He said, Marvin Sapp. You know him, right? Uh, he said, what commission? I said, no, I know commission, but I know Fred Hammond and, you know, the other guys. He said, no, no, no. Uh, Marvin's there now. He's, you know, Fred left, blah, blah, blah. Said, okay. So he said, yeah, oh, you need to come out. You need to come out. So. Um, I remember leaving that Sunday and I lived quite a distance from the church, but I made my way back that evening and I was not disappointed. Now, this is the Marvin sat before all the hype. This is the Marvin sat before all of the fanfare and stuff. He came alone. Pratt picked him up from the airport. Um he was just an ordinary guy. And I'm not saying that he's not today. I don't, I don't know what he's like, but I had this experience with him before he went solo. He was, you know, still with commissioned. And that actually is one of my favorite commissioned CDs. I had so many of their CDs from the early CDs. One of my favorite, favorite, the one with Fred is their actual first CD that has 
Tis So Sweet and Ordinary Just Won't Do, some of my favorite songs. But then the next would be the one with Marvin. And so, yeah, he preached. He preached each night and he sang. And oh my goodness, when I tell you, his voice just filled up that sanctuary. It was so powerful, so anointed. And his message was just so humble. And wow, he just, he just really blew me away. I was so impressed. That's when I began following him. And I was so glad that I did, you know, once his CDs and stuff came out, uh, Rain Jesus Rain, that was one of my favorite ones. And I know a lot of people are probably more familiar with the Marvin Sapp of today, you know, never would have made it, my testimony and songs like that. But man, you need to go back and find some of his earlier stuff, some of those earlier CDs. Whew, that Rain Jesus Rain CD, I had that when my mother died in 97. I literally wore that CD out. I mean, I played it and played it and played it. And I played some of those songs on repeat. And I would cry and cry and cry. And I would listen and listen and listen. But oh, his voice just soothed me. The message, it, it just really, really helped me make it through. And I remember my grandmother telling me, one day, you know, she said, you are going to wear that CD out, girl. You need to make a copy of that so you can have a backup. And that CD ended up holding out for many years. But I mean, I played that CD like no other CD that I ever had in my life. So that's my beginning with, uh, I think he's a bishop now. I heard or I saw online Bishop Sapp. And he's right. He said, you know, I am not a singer who preaches. He said, I am a preacher who happens to sing. And that is true because if you've never heard him sing, he's an outstanding, I'm sorry, if you never heard him preach, he's an outstanding preacher as well. But um, yeah, so I listened to his music, Yolanda Adams, Cece Winans, Men of Standard, you know, I had so many of their CDs, Fred Hammond, uh, Donnie McClurkin, Kirk Franklin, uh, Clark, Marette Brown Clark, <laughs> why am I getting her name confused, uh, Casting Crowns, just to some of my favorite artists. I listened to uh, WGTS and K-Love, and they play a lot of songs by artists like Lauren Daigle, and uh, I said Casting Crowns, right? Uh, Torrin Wells, and man, so many people, I can't even think off the top of my head. Toby Mac, I dance to a lot of Toby Mac songs. I, I work out to songs like I Just Need You, and uh, I See You and Everything. Boy, oh boy, that is one of my favorites. But so yeah, I like music. I like music a lot. I like some of the old stuff as well. You know, I listen to Mahalia Jackson and uh, Albertina Walker, Shirley Caesar, the Mighty Clouds of Joy. Uh, I like some of the five blind boys of Alabama. I'm not real big in quartets, but some of them I grew up on, especially like the William brother, Williams brothers. So 
I like music. It's so much out there. You, you know, you don't have to listen to or like what I like. You have your own, or if you don't, you know, make up your own collection, make up your own list and just listen to it sometimes. And when you find yourself getting down and out, just put on some music. And I guarantee you within a short period of time, your spirits will be lifted. And for me, the first and foremost, even before music is the word of God. I like to listen to the Bible as well as read it. And that is also a serious boost for your spirit, for your soul. You, you're, you're feeding your spirit, man. I mean, it just works in so many different ways. So without further ado, I'm going to play my song in due time. Another song that I wrote back in Pennsylvania. It's interesting. A lot of my writing was done back during my serious trials and, you know, seasons of, you know, just hopelessness and despair. And it was like, God was giving me all these songs. Some of them I wrote out as poetry. And then one day I was blessed to be able to record these songs. I had this one for many years and didn't have music for it. And one day my husband kept, I think I wrote this on um, the intro for SoundCloud, but my husband kept bugging one of the musicians at the church to do some music for him. So one day I'm at home waiting for him and he's at choir rehearsal and I'm calling him like, what is taking you so long? He's like, I'll, I'll be right there. I'll, I'll be there in a few minutes. It was only around the corner, but I had um, a little outing planned for us that he didn't know about because it was his birthday. So we were going out to the park to, to have a little, you know, barbecue, little private table with a small grill and stuff. But he was at the church having, you know, he took the task cam out with him. And he had the guy, you know, put some music and things. So anyway, when I heard the music, I was like, oh, I like that. I like it. He said, well, go ahead on and use it, baby girl. Go ahead. I got more. And I put my lyrics in due time to this. So if you've been listening, you know, I can't really import it. Anchor doesn't have that feature as of yet, but I was told they will work on it in the near future, so I have to try to play it out. So bear with me, adjust your volume if you need to, and I'll be right back in a few with some scriptures. Disappointments, heartaches, and pains have had me down long enough. It's time to call Satan's bluff. The buck stops here with the script of this pen because it's time to rejoice again. Sadness lingering here too long. Naturally, all the pain isn't gone, but I desperately need to continue on. Mr. Melancholy was becoming my friend, but it's time to rejoice again. Goodbye, heartaches. Goodbye, sorrow. I'm envisioning a brighter tomorrow. I'm retraining my thoughts with the script of this pen because it's time to rejoice again. I know you're hurting and it seems nobody cares. I am your friend and you should know I am here. I can't solve your problems or take all your pain away. I'll do what I can do. 
Hang on in there. The last time I was looking at Psalm, was it 27? I believe that's what it was. And I was telling you how that was the verse of um, scripture that the Lord gave to me when my brother was killed back in 93. That was the first um, passage of scripture that I read and actually found comfort in. So I want to look at that a little bit more here, go a little deeper into the chapter. Uh, starting with verse one, it says, 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. That's verse two. Three says, though in host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Four, one thing have I desired of the Lord. And Marvin Sapp has a song called One Thing, taken from this very verse of scripture. Uh, it says, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Five, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle the sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto our Lord. Seven. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. Eight, when thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Nine says, hide not thy face far from me, put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And that was Psalm 27, verse 6, 1 through 14. And as you can see, that is a very comforting psalm. There are many things that we go through in this life and we don't always necessarily understand it. We don't always understand why some things happen. And then we have to be honest, that's not always the case. I'm always very transparent and very honest in this. Some things we take ourselves through. 
I can't blame everything on the devil, even though he is a factor. Some things is just our flesh. Some things, you know, it's the choices that we make. The Bible says God provides a way of escape for every temptation. So um, if we get into things, it's not because we haven't been warned. I've, I've been using this illustration for many years. I was traveling down the highway one day. I was leaving Virginia to go back to Pennsylvania and they were doing road work. <laughs> I actually got a ticket on my way back. But anyway, you know, speeding in this little sports car I was renting. But anyway, that was a long time ago. Um, up and down the highway, they had all of these orange and black signs. And when you looked at the signs, it said like danger ahead road work ahead, you know, some signs were pointing to a road and it said cul-de-sac and things. And I just was noticing, and it was like a long stretch of road, um, you know, before I got out of that work zone. And the thought just occurred to me that God always warns us. He is never going to allow us to get on a cul-de-sac road. And the meaning of that is it's a dead end. If you go down that road, there's no outlet. Some signs will just say no outlet, but God always puts up the flags. He always puts signs, you know, sometimes even when we meet those people and I'm not even talking about in just in relationships, you know, a man and wife or whatever. Sometimes, and I've had this experience and was not wise enough to not get into this friendship something about a person, you can kind of tell certain things and we'd be wise to not ignore those gut instincts or feelings that we have. And we could actually avoid a lot of heartache, but he always makes sure he warns us. We just have to heed the warning. I like the scripture in 1 Peter 5, 7 that says, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. And you have to know that and you have to trust and believe that. Colossians 3 and 15 says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called in one body and be ye thankful. So that's an answer right there. Let his peace rule in your heart. If you have his peace, that's all you need. Psalm 4 and 8 says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Now, if we believe that, we'll go to bed at night. You won't be up pacing the floor and worrying and biting your nails and sitting down trying to strategize, you know, pray about that thing, leave it in God's hands. I think it's Jessica Reedy has a song, put it on the altar, just lay it on the altar. Uh, the old folks used to say, if you're going to pray, then don't worry. If you're going to worry, then don't pray. So, um, Proverbs 3 and 24 says, when thou liest down, 
thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down and thy sleep shall be sweet. And so you just need to grab hold of that today. You need to know that you can rest and trust in the Lord because he really does know what's best for us. And as my time is running down, I'm going to play a little bit of my song called Keep Looking Up. And that's exactly what I want for you to do on this day. Just keep on looking up and be encouraged until we speak again. Want it all to go away. 